Welcome to the Random Tea Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about Season 7, Episode 11, Brand New Day. Is it? Not a nice one. No. But like... It's a new day. At least we got confirmation about the timeline fuckery. Yeah, we're in a... There's, yeah, because we're basically in an entirely new time. We're still in like the 80s though, aren't we? Yes. Okay. Yes. Ugh. I know. Whatever. 80s were terrible. Um... And did notice that they've dropped the, like, the world. Yeah. That whole State, thing, which yeah. Which is fine. Um, <clears throat> I, again, real low bar. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't dislike this as much as I did the last couple ones, though. But the, the pace really picked up. It did. <clears throat> the story moved forward a lot. So. I want to smack Cora in the face a lot. Yeah. But before we, um, get into that, we do have some pre-back. Okay. So, uh, this, <clears throat> I can't clear my throat. This is from Chris. Okay. Good job. Thank you. Listen, I scrolled to the bottom. Looking at the bottom instead of the top. Hey, ladies. This is Chris writing. <laughs> also, also known as Seth. But these days, that's only for confusing people because I am too lazy to change the email. Well, it works as confusing, so. As I very much enjoyed last week's confusion about Travis, who is not me as far as I am aware. And me, who obviously is. We just really wanted you to be the same person. I decided to send in some pre-back. <sighs> wow. I did not write in for some episodes, really. Uh, mostly because of the whole time travel stuff. And to quote Captain Janeway from Voyager, it gives me a headache. Also, I am not convinced about how I like this season in general. There are some excellent episodes and some others. Episode 10 is the latter. But in general, I'm still undecided what to think about the season as a whole so far. Just um, lower your bar just lower a lot. The bar. Just just lower that bar. Yeah. Put it on the ground. Yep. Like we have. And just let it be. <laughs> Anyhow. Number one. I hereby formally and solemnly support everything Katie has written about Daisy. Daisy is unfortunately not a master class in character development for all yeah. the reasons stated. Yeah. Also, I did not in the past, do not now, and will never care about any of Daisy's love interests in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. That includes you, Susa. I'm sorry. You're out. <laughs> Nobody's told him yet. Number two. The only reason I care about him is because of Agent Carter. Fair. So, like, it's not because of this show and because <laughs> no. he, he makes kiss face with Daisy. <sighs> Number two. I was not impressed by this episode, and this is in reference to episode 10. Okay. And honestly, quite disappointed about the way they killed off Jaying. If it was for the shock effect, they failed miserably because I was rather confused about it and mad that it was Nathaniel. I also do not want to talk about Nathaniel because he's just ridiculous and annoying and not in a good way. Yeah. However, the quake fight with Daisy was cool, and I, I liked totally off the rails young Garrett because he is batship crazy but fun. And I love the lighthouse as a setting very much. All in all, after the highlight of the time loop episode, this seemed to me like a transitional episode to moving people to where they need to be for the yeah, final episodes. Absolutely. Number three. I am also not Michael. We know who you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. However, we saw Zhang suck the life force from random shield agents in the season two finale after killing Gonzalez and shooting her herself okay. to frame shield okay and she tried to do it with daisy before calvin crushed her yeah why and how calvin was able to revive her after she was chopped up by walt hall versus why she stayed dead after calvin crushed her and still when daisy exhumed her in season four seems to be a plot hole or at least unexplained 
I hope she revives, but I'm not confident she will do that in the last few episodes. But it would be a nice ending for Daisy if she and a revived Jiang would rebuild Afterlife together at the end. Yeah. I also agree that Daishin Lockman looked older in season two than she looked in this season. But yeah. that could have been due to the makeup for Jiang's scars in season two. She looks somehow different in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season two from any of the other role I have seen her in. Hmm. Thanks for the podcast. Thank you, Chris, for explaining to me that I am not insane. Just comprehend. About that one thing. Bad with names. Yeah. Real bad. Real bad. Real bad. Yeah. Uh, so this bit of pre-back is from Michael. We missed you. Yeah. He says, aloha, ladies. He says, I'm, behind, I'm way behind in writing some life events, but I, I think more so a bit of bitter disappointment in episode nine. But first, I believe the Mike Singal, Mike Signal, sorry, the Mike Signal was point up over the last two podcast episodes. Yes, they were. Yeah. First, a ship name for Daisy yes. and Sousa. I know the official one seems to be Ducey, which I mm. hate. I prefer Soda. Okay. S-O out of Sousa uh-huh. plus Daisy, the D-A. You or, don't like it when they combine last names and first names. It's got to be both first names or both last names. I'm fine with soda. That's the least terrible one I've heard. Or if you use first names, Dada. Oh, God. No, that's worse. That's worse. That's worse. God. I do like the soda. Yeah. Or Suda? Suda. Suda? Suda? Yeah. Su- yeah. Suda? Suda. Okay. Uh, second, the question of if we've seen Zhang use her powers. Yes, absolutely. See, I knew. I knew people would know. Yeah. She almost I think killed. We blocked out season two. <laughs> we, have, we did not podcast season two. That's yes. my story, and I'm sticking by it. She, uh, she. I did, was. I had the. I had the Lincoln hate rage. That's true. Clouding my vision. She almost killed Daisy with them before Calvin killed her by breaking her spine. Uh, was at least one other scene where she used them on some people she'd captured at Afterlife. Uh, on to episode ten. Stolen. This one broke me a little bit because it kind of tossed previous canon out the window. You see the last entire season. Yeah. Uh, the agent spent time fighting the technology advanced Cree for a whole season. Didn't know how to steal inhuman abilities. Fine. If it really took a lot of experimentation to figure it out, I'd buy that. But Nathaniel yeah. didn't appear to have put the work in. And then it ends up being essentially a blood transfusion. What the yeah it was it, it was like i don't know we needed to be easy now so it is there's an asterisk in here a pound sign i i don't know uh then to top it off as soon as garrett gets his abilities he's got them pretty much mastered come yes. on thank you like daisy had to go through like broken i don't know arm shins what are what are these bracers no her actual bones for like arm shins you yeah. know <laughs> For, for arms. arms, yeah. Like she had to like okay. fracture bone and shit, yeah. and like you know, yeah. I, I know every hoodie had to master their shit, but no, Garrett's just I fucking. Know. I know there. I know. He says, "Come on, those two I- items kind of kill the rest of the episode for me." As for James Paxton reprising his dad's role, it was okay. He keyed in on some of Garrett's mannerisms; those he knew weren't his dad's ticks. But I think they may have forced the use of those mannerisms when they weren't necessary. Final verdict, they all need to die. Nathaniel, <laughs> Garrett, Cora, let's just kill them off and move on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling real uh, warm and fuzzy toward Cora either. I, 
he, somebody in one of these emails brings up the, her acting in this episode, so I'm going to wait for that okay. uh, email before I address that. But I agree. Yeah. I'm not, not a fan. I, there's, there's not enough of her character. Yeah. It's not fleshed we, out. Exactly. If we had spent half the season getting her involved instead of, like, two episodes. Well, even that. She just never really talked to anybody other than, you're trying to control me, you're trying to control yeah. me. And that's, that's the extent of her personality. Yeah. She just comes off as a petulant. Two-dimensional. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Are you ready to get into the, yes, the we, business? Yes, we do have a lot of emails, though. Okay. Um, all right. Hold on. I want to... Okay. Uh, this was directed by Keith Potter, uh, who has done, like, I think Mr. one other. Mr. Potter. Oh, my God. 394. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, he's mostly, he's done second unit stuff, and this is, like, only his second episode, at, like, as a full-fledged director. So, they, they, they like to pull from, you know. And then it was written by Christopher Freyer. Ooh, I forgot to click through, so hold on, because it's probably still open on my IMDb. Um, oh, yeah. He's a, also a miscellaneous crew oh. since 2015, and I think this is his first written by. Yes, this is his first written by. He did really good then. Yeah. I I feel like this episode, again, Barrillo on the ground. Yeah. But... With pa- what he was given. The pace picked up. Yes. Um, and a lot of moving parts going on. And a lot of little bits good, and pieces. Yeah. Some, some good great, interactions. Some great conversations. Mm-hmm. Mac and Daisy. Daisy and, mm-hmm. and Sousa. Sousa and Mac. Colson that whole, and May. Colson and May are back together again. The dynamic duo. Yeah. yeah. Um, love those two together. They play off of each. Ming-Na and, and, and Greg Clark. Clark. Clark Greg. Clark Greg. I knew I was saying it wrong. Um, Greg Clark. <laughs> it works, though. Naming. Because he has two first names. As Na- his Naming. Li- N- Naming. Naming. And, and those two people. Colson and May. I love yeah, them together I do so too. much. And we haven't seen a lot of them this season. Not together. Yeah. Not like this. Yeah, not like them together no. as mom and dad. Are they like, together together? I don't know. Do they like? But this he is probably not, has a robot dick. But <laughs> I'm suspending friendship for at least five minutes. That you made me think about think that, that with your brain, with my brain. I actually made you actually facepalm. <gasps> Pretty proud of that. I, I wasn't even planned. <laughs> you should. Be. That was just off the cuff. Anyway, and then you know we got some yo-yo being yo-yo, yeah. which yeah. was and um. Anyway, yep. I really, I liked this episode, not as, oh, this is a great show. This No, it's this, yeah, you where we are it. right now with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. level of quality. Well, and you have to think about all the shit he was given to, that had had to be set up that was, yes. that he can't, because you can't just walk in and be like, I'm going to write a masterpiece of, you know, even if you're like the best writer in the world, it's like, no, you have constraints. Well, they told him you've got to get from this point A here to yeah. this point C over here by writing B. Yeah. And he wrote it. Do it. So, yeah. Um, so, you ready to get in the recap? Yes. All right. So, um, they are taking the Zephyr to outer space, Malik and the, and the bad people. And um, 
we go back to the Daisy and the team on Earth, and she is angry that she should have killed Malik when she had the chance, and yes, she should have. Um, that would have been an okay situation because he had proven himself to be a bad asshole instead of killing some As random opposed to kid. A good asshole? No, but like making Deke kill him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Or yeah. granddad. You're comparing or to, no dad to That's, daddy Malik. Yeah. Um. So uh, she fucking pins Cora to the wall, and I was like, yeah. Um. Because I don't know that Cora was expecting that. She acted like she wasn't expecting it. Um. And so um, she wants. To, she wanted to know uh, what they were planning for Gemma. And um, at this point, Cora still doesn't know that Jane's dead. So was that okay? Her not knowing Mama was dead for as much as this episode, yeah, bothered me. Me too. Because she knows everything else. Mm-hmm. Did Nathaniel just not tell her? Did she not stick her arms in the little machine and see things for herself? Yeah, because that's the thing. That's the thing. Okay, Malik made a conscious decision to kill Jaing. He didn't have to to get to get no, Gemma. No, it, She could have just been a distraction that they thought he was after Jaing and like, So, yeah, I'm with you. Like, didn't the repercussions of Jaing's death not... Was that not part of the probability factor? That's why I think they were given select. But why, how would Cora not see that in that her, her version? That her mom is not. In her version of. It's a good. Because she's yeah. like, oh, well, she knows that um, Daisy's going to say, let me talk to my sister. Mm-hmm. You know, for her she to not. She knows conversation level. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Dialogue level. That looks a lot more than just highlights. She, so how does she not know in some probably in some um, 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 timeline versions yeah. that her mom died. Yeah. Because it's convenient and I don't like it. Man pain? Yeah. It's not even man Cora pain. Cora pain. Cora um, pain. And so uh, Mac does get Daisy to stand down. Reluctantly, she does. Um, and Cora does the whole like, I'm here to help. And I was just like, that's bullshit, lady. I don't like you. Yeah, we all knew it was bullshit. Um, and so um, Cora's like, no. You, you've got to understand our goal was always to alleviate suffering. No, it's not because Nathaniel keeps going on and on about his anarchy, which in this episode turned to chaos. I'm not sure yeah. how that happened. Why we decided to change our name from anarchy to chaos. I don't know. Um, yeah, he's never talked about saving lives. No, and he's never. not giving powers to good people, which which Phil points out later. He's not giving powers to good folks. Like, what the fuck? No. So Cora's a dummy. Um, she's fallen for some, yeah, as we find out later, she's enamored with him with the kissy face. She's fallen for some version of Nathaniel that he's allowed her to. Kids don't do that. Don't do that. Um, and so, um. Better than Daisy though. Yeah. Well. (laughs) Um, I didn't like Lincoln a lot, but like Lincoln's preferable to Malik. Ooh. And that's bad if that's, I'm saying that. Ooh. If I recognize. Nathaniel is worse than Lincoln. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. He really is. For being the older sister, she's the younger sister. Yeah. Which is weird. Well, timelines. Well, yeah, but I mean, she's acting like a young punk kid. The rebellious yeah. younger child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> that'd be, that'd that'd be, be Janya, and I'm an only child, so I was... You were all of it all at once? Yes. Uh, no, I was not a rebel at all. I'm too much of a baby. Um, so they do the whole, like, oh, we're going to kill 
certain people and they're going to make things better. And Max like, cool, not everybody you did that to was bad. And she's like, yeah, no, that was awful. But like completely glosses Sorry. over the fact that his parents were killed. Um, but she's like, no, um, she she starts to get. I didn't like her smug fucking face. Like I wanted to punch her in the face. Her line again. I I really don't want to drive high the email, but like her delivery. So, but I'm going to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> her line delivery was so dry. Yeah. Was so. But I mean, she is supposed to be kind yeah. of lacking some. Emo- her temper's tamped down. Yeah. But I just. I don't know if this is direction. Yeah, or that she can't. Well, that's the we haven't seen it. I don't think we've seen enough of her to know. Um, because they've had some not great actors on this show, but we always tend to give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Um, but um, she uh, they, they I love the callback to that. That sounds a lot like Project Insight, but fuzzier and warmer. Um. And we get the whole, like, she says the thing is a brand new day. So we get the whole, like, we say the name of the episode. Um, and um, this is apparently proof that because Mac remembers his parents, Daisy remembers, uh, you know, all her stuff with, um, well, no, she couldn't use that as proof. We know that Daisy remembers her mom, but her mom was killed in 83, that that's proof. So um, Colson. Uh, makes the connection before anybody else does, or at least he voices it, that, okay, this is a new timeline. Um, which is what we've kind of been operating on, but it was good to get confirmation on that. Um, and so uh, she says there's 30 people who whose names are on a list, and, and, you know, doing so will save thousands of lives. And it's like, okay, on paper, sure, you could do that with a lot of things, but then it goes back to the whole... Who gives you the right to kill somebody before they've done anything bad? Exactly. But then does it do any good to wait until somebody does something bad? Yeah. It's it's that, again. It's do you kill baby Hitler or not all over again? Yes, you kill Hitler. I There's kind, no question about I that. I kind of think that situation would have produced another one. Maybe not him or to his level, but that situation was a Bruin. Well, I mean, so like, true. Yeah, who, and, and that's kind of what Mac... Um, he says we're not a death squad and, um, this is when we do the whole, like, I want to talk to my sister alone right after. And she, she was so wrapped up in her own thoughts that it took her a beat after she said it for her to go, wait a minute, Cora just predicted this. But to Chloe's credit. Yes. There you go. That's a word. She pulled it off that she, she looked distracted. You saw, you saw you the saw, fact yeah. that she was just, she was that not she's paying attention and, yeah. to the conversation yeah. around her and she just reacts. Yeah. Because um, we've all done that where it's like, you just said that, didn't you? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> we're listening, were ya? Yeah. And so, um, she, Cora says she wants to join S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and it's gross. Um, and, uh, she wants to fight with her sister and, you know, da, 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 and, and, um, and she says there's no timeline where her sister lets her fight alone. And where Daisy, Daisy lets her, Daisy, Daisy lets, lets her, her and I, I did like the look in Chloe's eyes. Cause as soon as she was like, yeah, you're right about that. I was just like, Mm-mm, she's up to some shit. She's up to some shit. And she was, she was she in her mind going, was. okay, how am I not lying by saying that? Okay. Jo- all right. Like, Yeah. <laughs> So I, I did like that. Um, but they talk about, they, they 
talk about the mom and um you know they don't they don't i really wish daisy would have told her right then and there but the whole thing is cora is still potentially very unstable yes and they don't want to set her off because she can literally melt people i think one of daisy's motivations for talking to cora alone was to get her in this room yeah so they now they have her locked up. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, which what good that does? But she was she was already cuffed at that point, wasn't she? Yeah, but still locked. But her, melty. Still lock her up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's part of that or if I just made that up in my head. But here we are. Yeah. Um, and they have a little conversation about how Cora's like, "I'm sorry you didn't get your mom." And she's like, "I'm sorry you pissed all over I it." I just want to talk. Yeah, and it's just like oh, I want to punch her in her stupid face. Um. <laughs> So, uh, Daisy leaves after the whole, like, I'd never let my sister fight alone. Um, and Sousa later sees her in the hall with her suited up and he's like, ah. This is Derek. Ah. <laughs> ah. Leather. <laughs> it's like, buddy. Um. <laughs> he's trying real hard. He is. He's such a, I, I'm, you I know, really love him. Do you know what he kind of reminds me of? Hmm. Just a little bit. What? Simon and Kaylee. Yeah. From Firefly. Just a little bit. Because he's got that little he's bit of naivete that, to him. Well, not just that, but the being very proper. Very respectful. Being very clean cut. Yeah. Where Kaylee was the wild card. <laughs> was like, and hey, you want to... <laughs> I just rewatched Firefly the other week, so... Um, so it, a little... Yeah. A little bit. You, little you shades see that, of, that yeah. dynamic? Yeah. Where it's like... Mm. Um, and so uh, he wants to help, and at first Daisy's like... Uh, you know, you would never, you would never help me with this. You would never leave your post. And then she's like, wait a minute. Boy Scout. Come with me. Leave your post. And he's like, okay. Um, (laughs) and it's, it's basically, um, so they can be unpredictable, which in my head, I was like, please don't let this turn into, there's, there's a recent Rick and Morty episode where he has to fight a computer that's does every, every permutation, so the whole point is they created another computer called the Randotron to be random. And it's like, oh, that's kind of what they're doing now. It's the probability drive it's, yeah. from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Exactly. And so now it's like, okay, we're going to act against, uh, and really, honestly, to act against form would okay. for Daisy not to go, but her to send other people. Okay. I was about to say, for Daisy to, to act like her Daisy, down. <laughs> for Daisy to act like Daisy, she runs away. Guess what she just did? Ran away. I mean, she ran toward Gemma, but still. She still left on her own. Yep. Yep. This is, this. how is that yep. unpredictable? Tell me how that's unpredictable. Seuss's, what, that's the thing. Seuss leaving his post, yes. But Seuss doing it to help a friend? Absolutely, absolutely he would do that. Thank you. He'd do it for Carter. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Even if you take away the fact that he wants to bone these women. I don't think that word means what they think it means. I don't either. It's like, no, Daisy would have been, sit your ass down and send somebody else. Send Yo-Yo. Send, send Yo-Yo and Max and literally anybody but you. But no. Since it's by himself, that would have been unpredictable. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Um. And uh, they're... Okay, but when Daisy explains to Sousa... She said that Cora said that I would never let my mm-hmm. sister fight along, but I already have a sister. Her say, name is Gemma. Her na- <laughs> I, 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 I teared up a little. I know. I was like, <laughs> I'm such a sucker for found family. 
Exactly. That's what I love about this is Daisy's, it's the found family. The whole, the whole feel of this particular episode is found family. Well, and I like, I like it that she didn't suddenly have this huge attachment to her sister who she's known for a week. If that. And like, yeah, who's this evil asshole and it's like, yeah, I, I, I hate that whole like, oh, we're siblings suddenly. And it's like, oh, I would die for you. And it's like, no, no, I don't know you. Yeah. So like, yeah, I really appreciated that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Her name is Robert Paulson. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, That's a Fight Club reference that we're not going to talk about. So... Susa straps himself in because Daisy's gonna fly the Quinjet, and it's fine. And she's, she's like, never actually flown before. I don't think so. I would have bought it. I would have bought it had she just sat down and started flying the thing. Like, I'm like, okay. I love the whole. Everybody's flown this. Everybody's done it. I hear takeoff is a piece of cake. I loved it though because it's like Susa. Everybody kind of has look of alarm. Yeah. Escalating on his face was hilarious. But I, if she had just started flying it, I would have been like, okay. Same. Same. It's like, whatever. Everybody knows. There's only six, like six or seven of them at this point in S.H.I.E.L.D. So, like, yeah, everybody knows how to fly. Everybody knows how to fly. Maze taught everybody. Um, so She would have, though. She, she would have would made have. sure everybody knew how to fly. She would have. Um, I think this, is this the point where uh, where uh, Mac, th- Mac shows up? Or is that slightly in a No, because um, she's sitting there clicking the buttons and everything. Oh, yeah, it's a piece of cake. And then Max suddenly pops go. up behind and goes like, how are you going to open the doors without director authorization? <laughs> <laughs> the, the way he drops the bag. And he's got a shotgun axe on his got shoulder. Got the shotgun axe and he drops that bag. It's so hilarious. His physical comedy. Yeah. I don't think he gets enough credit. No, he doesn't. Because for his work in this. Because he's so huge. Yeah. His physical comedy is He has such good on range. Point. Henry Simmons has really good range. He really does. And just there was so much volume yeah. in him just dropping that bag. So much communication of Okay, so we're doing this. <laughs> click, click, click. All right, you've got authorization. And he immediately Let's gets go. on board with the whole "we're trying to be unpredictable." And he's like, he picked up Ooh. on he yeah. picked up on it already. Yeah, that's why he showed up. That's why he's director. Mm-hmm. Oh God, can you imagine Daisy as director? No, now? no, 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 no. <laughs> um, no. So this is when we go to the um, the Zephyr because they're talking about it. And um, Deke is sneaking around, just like at Nakatomi Plaza. Die Hard reference. I was so happy, and I was, I was, I was like, I was going to be on board for this. I was so like ready for that. A mini Die Hard, and he immediately gets caught by Garrett. Okay, it was hilarious. Though. Immediately. So, uh, for those of you who are Die Hard fans, uh, I suggest you go check our Random Movies podcast feed. Yes. For our Die Hard podcast. That was so much fun. Because that, was our, that was one of our Christmas movies. I was finally broke down and watched it. Yeah. And we did that. And it was, it did not hold up to time very well. But um, it did in some aspects in and then others ways. not so much. But uh, yeah, go check out that podcast. It's still fun I'm though. just going to plug that yeah. real quick. Hey. Um, and so uh, Garrett takes 
Deke into custody. And Immediately. We see, and we see Malik trying to question Gemma, and she's just like, uh. Well, we got some flashbacks of Fitz, though. I know. I was like, well, at least they're acknowledging his presence visually. <laughs> um, I was like, my sweet boy. Because, God, they flashed all the way back to them being uh, under the thermo- thermodynamic commercial, uh, commercial conversation from, like, season one. Yes. Um, and so uh, this is when Gemma can't, she physically cannot tell him. And we know why, because of, of her implant. And um, this is when Deke is pulled in already bloodied Bring in the up. grandson. Yeah, and he goes, hey, Nana. Hi, and it's Nana. like, mm, my boy. Um, and so it uh, doesn't work because literally she cannot. And so he sees the device, which maybe don't make it glow, guys, in design specs for 2.0. <laughs> um, but then again, we could have seen it several I mean, episodes but... ago and been like, is she a machine? Um, so he sees it and he realizes, um, and so he, uh, knocks out Deke and he's like, ha ha. And so it's like, all right, whatever. Um, so we go to May who's, who's going to talk to, to Cora. Um, and in, uh, in, in May fashion. Yeah. And Cora knows exactly who she is and she goes on the fucking attack. Um, she's like, I know what you did with that little girl in Bahrain and da da da. Uh, she mispronounced Bahrain. How'd she pronounce it? Bahrain. It's Bahrain. Bahrain. She called it Bahrain. Oh. You know, Bahrain. It's like in the movie Red. You know movie Red? Yes. Yes. With, with trying to go for where you're going with it, and I don't know. But. When they refer to a particular city in lower Alabama as Mobile. Oh, yeah, that hurt. And that's why I erased it from my brain. It's Mobile, yeah. Alabama. Mobile. And they refer to it as Mobile. Mobile. Like that's... In that movie. And yeah. this when she refers to it as Bahrain, and I'm just like, Bahrain. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, so, but she, she really, like, goes after her. And May kind of rises to the bait a little bit. Because I think she... Because we know she's there to kind of gauge how unstable... She is. But also... To read her. May hasn't had emotions this entire season. Yeah. And that's been kind that's of kind coming of been, back and nobody's... Yeah. Been, we haven't been consistent with it. Is this a visual? Instead of saying it, they're showing... It's telling... Showing and not telling? Could be. I mean, it could be. Um, they made a meal out of telling us before. They did. They I'm did. just pointing that out. Um, and so this is when uh, they have a little bit of a fight. And Cora triggers a blackout. And I really was distracted by the fact that they were both literally almost wearing the same exact outfit. Yeah, they could have been the same stunt doubles. And they both got dark hair flying around. Flipping around. And it's like, come on, guys. They're about the same stature. I was like, come on, guys. It was almost as if Scarlett Johansson was fighting Heidi Moneymaker. God. Yes, I had. You always spot the Heidi. (laughs) You always spot the Heidi. I love my Heidi. Um, Well, Ming-Na uses the same... Stunt double all the time, too. Yes. Yes. I cannot remember her name. She's adorable. Very good. Woman. Very cute. Because she posts pictures of them sometimes. Mm, yes. They're super so cute together. Cute together. Um, so, of course, Tra- Cora triggers a blackout. Um, and uh, we immediately go to Coulson at the computer being like, oh, the electrical grid. Ah, fuck. Sybil's here. Um, because she's still in the electrical grid. And... Um, Sybil does the whole hello Coulson on the screen. And I was really disappointed that we still have yet another chance where we don't get to see the actress. Cause she is so much better than Malik 
and I keep going to, can you make her the main villain? Because Malik sucks. I'm hoping in the final episode they do. I, I would think they would have to because there is no way fucking idiot bumpkin Nathaniel Malik oh, is going to outsmart you know, all the Chronicons. You no, know Sybil is using him. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And I will really enjoy maybe, when they kill him. Maybe they couldn't afford her. I mean, maybe. Because, you know, if they put her on the screen, they have to pay her. That's tr- And that's what I was thinking. And she's not a cheap actress. No, no. She's been in stuff. Now she's a- been in stuff. She was in Firefly. What? Oh, no, 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 no. She was in Serenity. She was in the okay. movie. She was in the movie. God, everybody was in that movie. When they do the, um, sorry, we're going to divert here for a second. When they do the flashbacks and Rivers, the little girl in class. She's there. The teacher is Cam. Shut the fuck up. God. So she is a member of the Whedonverse. She is a member of the Whedonverse. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, I was I was really hoping her to name see is not her. Cam. No, it's um Tamara Thank you. Something. But she was yeah. Cam in Bones. Yeah. Which she was so which I hated her. There's, there's connections between Bones and Whedon somewhere. Okay. Okay. Somehow there's connections there. I just they're really out there though. Um and so uh she tells him in text that uh, because he killed her hunters, she had to um, upgrade, and so they're going to prepare to meet the same fate. You, 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 I love you, that. You, you can, you can stop, stop reading it. Reading out. that, I, I can I'm so read. glad <laughs> he said that, though, because that really brought back their interactions with each other. Yeah, because she is so serious. Yeah, and has all back season one, Calvary, serious. Yeah, and he was always the comedic relief. In that relationship, and to see that yeah. come back was... It was nice. Aww, was a little feely-feely. Also, it reminded me, in a really roundabout way, of Galaxy Quest. I've got one job on this ship. It's stupid, but I read what the computer says. So, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Oh, my God. It's one of the best Star Trek movies I've ever seen. It's been voted one of consistently one of the best Star Trek movies. It's not a Star Trek movie. We need to watch that. No. No. Yes. No. Random movie. No. Yes. No. I'm going to wear you down. Finish the recap. Okay. Um. So they, they're going up to space. And I will say, at one point, Seuss is like, how do we have enough fuel for, like, anything? And she's like, we kind of don't. At least he knows how fuel works. Yes. Proud of him. Um. And uh, basically, they've got just enough to get up there and to maybe burn themselves in a specific direction but then they're just gonna drift um but they want to go toward malik's ship and like i don't know hope it's a really shitty plan (laughs) um and so it's not it's it's a trophy plan yeah and so uh they start talking and they're wondering if the OG timeline even still exists. Like if it's if if it's an attainable thing, and I say it's not. If it's attainable, no. I think too much has been because they would have to like literally go back and undo every single little piddly thing. And I, I don't think yes. You know, um, they've changed. They fucked a lot of shit up. They really did, but I mean, they'd have to. Zeus would have to. Well, they did kill, quote-unquote, Not unquote, necessarily. Kill yeah, they, they were pretty good with keeping it clean. They were pretty good up until the 70s, and then they just fucked the fuck off. Um, <laughs> but I am appreciative 
of the fact that they have gone back and screwed with the timeline and they're acknowledging it's never going to be yeah. what it was. And I'm okay with that. But and they've acknowledged, also, they've also acknowledged why Mac and Daisy and all them still have memories of the old timeline. They lived it though. Yeah. And they're still those people. Right. Um, but I, but it also gives it a connection in my own sixth sense, sick sense, not sixth sense, sixth sense of kind of continuity to the MCU where all the timelines are going to be screwed up there. Right, right. Um, so that helps give the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. timeline more credibility in the MCU universe. Yeah. Yeah. That was really long. That it's not that just, make, yeah, that, that it's not sense. just like, oh, we fixed it. And it's like, why don't you do that in the movies? Exactly. Because it's been irreparably changed in the movies. Yes. Why would it not be the same in the show? Yes. So I still think we're on different timelines with the show. Yeah. I, th- I believe that the show is a completely different yes. time. But again, it lends more credence to the multiverse it does. That every little thing creates a separate multiverse. That Disney, a.k.a. Marvel, is setting up because continuity is so difficult to mm-hmm. maintain over such a long period of time. And I think Marvel had did has done really well with their movies as far as continuity yeah. goes. But it's one I thing to think, do it over three movies. It's another thing to do it over 30. And I think they're giving them, they're writing themselves an out. Not to cop out on everything. No, but, but because just, it's simply be, impossible. Yeah. But they're writing it in. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate that. And S.H.I.E.L.D. picked up the ball. And it's very deliberate. Yeah. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but that's how I'm choosing to see it. Yeah. That was a big concept. Yeah, that no, that, makes that, that makes sense. Okay. I, I actually like that. Okay. Because it's like, yeah, they're never going to be perfect over that long. I know. But now at least explain it to me. Well, and they kind of are. Yeah. So, like, I'm okay that, with that. The fact that there's multiverse and multi-timelines, okay, well, we'll have to excuse everything now. Yeah. And I'm okay with that because you gave it to me. Yeah. I had a time. <laughs> um, so, I really like this conversation because this is kind of, we've, we've kind of discussed Enoch's phrasing of the last, the team's last mission. Mm-hmm. And Daisy took it in a way that I took it. Which is cool. We'll still know each other, but like we're not going to be a team anymore. And she's like, "You're my family. I don't know what to do with that." So we're just going to be people who used to work together. Yeah. No, honey, this shield is not working together. Yeah. No. I mean, you're not just working together. You are working together, but you're also a family who lives together twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not just a a, an office job. Because, like, most of those people, I'm like, peace out! <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I was just I was just about to compare because between my two jobs, I've worked at my office job for 14 years. Yeah. And if I walked away from that job, I'm not, probably not going to keep in touch with yeah. anybody yeah. from there. But <clears throat> my second job, which is a retail job, which I have worked through a pandemic with now. Yeah. There are several people there that I feel like are going to be lifetime friends now. Yeah. So, because we've been, we've seen some shit. You've seen some shit together, yeah. And um, and you got to have each other's back. Yeah. There. Um, especially when you're working in like a warehouse situation. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally get that. So from, no, they're not going to be. She says, I don't know who I am without you guys, which hurt. Yeah. But I can see her saying that because... 
shield is who she is and who she, she thinks she is yes and it's been so much of her identity because she was such a loner before then mm-hmm. um i hope you all can enjoy lola drinking seven gallons of water in the background um but like and 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 it's our only identity with her because she's yes you know been in this show but i liked i liked that mac is like calm down we can still be a family without going on missions together. Well, yeah, families grow up. <clears throat> I mean, you're an only child, so yeah. you would have no clue what this means. <laughs> but when you have, like, a sibling, they grow up and move out yeah. and go and have families. My brother and I lived together for, you know, yeah, dozen and a half years or so, and we were on top of each other. And then now, you know, you grow up, you graduate high yeah. school, you go to college, you move away, you have friends. But I could still pick up the phone and call my brother and yeah. say, hey, I need you for this. And he would be there in a heartbeat, yeah. even though I haven't talked to the man in probably three or four weeks. Yeah. I, That's what family is. I didn't like Max condescending. You can use the phone to talk to people. I know you guys don't like to he, do that. It, it's the... I know. I You just took offense because he used the word millennial. Yeah. Did he, though? I don't even yes, know. Yes, he, he did. Did he say millennial or he did, did he say, say your generation? No, he said millennial. Damn it. He did. <laughs> it's like kids these days listen i don't like talking he, with my mouth but i'll text you all day long basically said yeah. kids these days yeah. yes he made a millennial reference yeah. um i thought he was being more he was more denigrating to kind of being like, parental yeah um but i i did like that conversation because it's like but we're that, not all gonna do this forever but that tells me mac is older than i thought he was yeah because if he was nine in 83. Mm-hmm. You do the math. I'm not gonna. Oh, no, he's younger than me. He's still younger than me. Because I would have been 10 in 83. Okay. Okay. But he's around 10 or 11, 10, 11. Yeah. Okay. So he, that's still older than I pegged him for. It's hard to tell age with him because of the bald head and he can't show gray or anything like that. Um, and he doesn't keep a lot of facial hair. Yeah. And so it's not like, yeah. you know. But I really just thought the character of Mac was, I would have said, mid-30s. Yeah, mid-late 30s. But he's like mid-late yeah. 40s. Yeah. He's okay. so pretty. He is. Um, but yeah, so like, I was glad they had that conversation. But also, like, I'm he's, kind of surprised that nobody's had this conversation ever of, honey, you know we're not going to all do this together at the same time forever. Not with Daisy. They should have. I mean, but Daisy's the baby. Daisy's baby. Daisy's yeah. baby. Yeah, but I'm baby. Um, so, yeah. Um, also, they start talking about the Sousa thing, and he's like, that's messed up. He doesn't remember that, which, thank you, Thank you, Mac. somebody said that. Um, but also, he laughs, and she's like, why are you smiling? And he's like, man, Yo-Yo owes me money. Um, <laughs> it's like, baby girl, everybody was taking bets. Um, so, we go to fucking Malik, and... He uh, he gets mad because the device they use to pull Diana out, um, only Gemma can operate it, and she refuses. Okay, hold up. But didn't Daisy use it? Yeah. But do you think it was just a straight-up lie and he bought it? Maybe. But it seemed like he couldn't physically do it. I wonder if there's, like, a fingerprint... Maybe and Gemma unlocked it and then let Daisy do it. Some, I don't know. They, I, that would have been nice to tell us. But would he not have been able to pull that out of her memory? 
I'm just saying there's some, all this stuff is real convenient. There's some holes there. I'm just saying. Um, because now we have we have a Chronicom uh, mind meld chamber that's on the Zephyr. Which was that on the Zephyr? Because at that point the Chronicoms haven't all booped in yet. I don't know. So who the fuck knows? Um, but he's got the thing that they used last season to look through their memories. Um, and he hooks Jem up and he's going to go in himself. And I was like, oh, I still hate you. Um, and not in the fun villainy way. No. Just in a, ugh, God, Not in the Loki way. Here? No, of course. It's like, why are you still here? Um, and so he gets to see, we get a little bit of Enoch. We get a little bit of new Enoch. Not much, but a little bit of that's a flashback that's a new memory for us, the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, not at this point, but a little bit later. And though, so they see, um, Enoch come back when he was still wearing his old other hunter suit. Um, yes. <laughs> where he's telling uh, Fitzsimmons that, you know, we've got to save everybody. We've got to do the hardest so, thing we've ever done. I just want to point out, this is new Fitz footage. Yes. This is new. Well, not that, but the this next the, upcoming stuff. The flashback. Yeah. With the, okay. The next did flashback. I, did I jump the- that? That was a flashback of last oh, season, but the next one. Yeah, 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 where yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I jumped the shark. We see them in the lab. Yes. So, yes, technically this is new footage. And Ian was in the episode, but at what cost? At what, at what fucking cost? cost? Um, little, and he a little stubble stubble. I know he's so cute. Um, and so uh, we see them talking about like trying to work out because because Gemma's working on Diana with Enoch, and Fitz is working on which time we, travel. Which we get the um, what it stands for. Yeah, because it's an acronym. Which, dan- is, yin- yin- yin, which of course it's uh, an acronym. Because of course it is. God. Fucking nerds. I love them so much. Um, and so uh, they're like, oh, we, we're close to having, a, having a, a working prototype. And Fitz is like, I'm not. This sucks. Um, and they, rem- uh, I think it, is it Enoch? Or I can't remember so- who, somebody who says, well, we do have time. We, oh, yeah, it's Enoch. He goes, we do have a time machine. Um, I mean, they do. Or once we, you build it. Um, and so um, Gemma kind of... <sighs> Or is it Fitz who says that he kind of wants to live a normal life for a little while? Fitz. Um, he's like, well, maybe, like, because... We should live. Yeah. Get one of those lives everybody's talking about. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, cool. Um, you've still moved forward in this timeline to invent time travel or to build the time drive or whatever the fuck they're doing. You're still aging. So if you go live your 30-year life... Like, when you go back and save them at the temple, you're still that old. Which is where we're at with Gemma, which is what made me think she might be a robot. As far as we know. That's true. Because Gemma still looks dewy-faced and, you know, young as shit. So it's just like... (sighs) Um, And so uh, they talk about... uh, Gemma asks, is this about the blood work? And I immediately went to a bad place. You immediately went to a much nicer place. And when we compared notes, I pick what you thought. But immediately I was like, oh my God, Vince is dying. Vince is dying. No, blood work when she, it's, it's she's got to be pregnant. Yeah. She's got to be pregnant. The Which, blood work. Who refers to it like that? Scientists. Yeah, fucking nerds. God, I miss them. Fitzsimmons. I miss them together Absolutely so would. much. You know they would. Um, and so Fitz is like, yes and this no. Is, this is the equivalent of the MASH episode where Hot Lips goes and gets a rabbit. 
It's been a long time since I watched MASH. I know. But okay. Um, so yeah, and so they, basically they're like, we deserve something nice, looks at S.H.I.E.L.D. writers, and we never get nice things. <laughs> um, so yeah, he wants to take a break, and like, I don't blame take him. Take a break. Because they keep, they keep doing the whole, like, like every show does, where once we get through this one thing, then we're free, or then we're then we're gonna get married, or whatever, whatever. And it's like, honey, that's not gonna happen until you say we're retired. Um, so yeah. Um, so we go to fucking Malik again, who's the worst. Um, and he sees um, Fitzsimmons talking about Diana because she's she's very kind of against it, and she's saying you can't ask me to do this. Um, goodbye is hard enough and it makes a lot more sense if you make it be I've already had a baby and I'm having to leave the baby because on the surface it sounds like I can't say goodbye to you but now it's like oh that's why she's so anguished but the thing is we don't know we don't know for sure the mention of blood work that was my first thought though I immediately went to a bad dark place of oh my god Fitz is already dead he's dying and that's what but everything keeps, they keep alluding to maybe Fitz is dead, maybe Fitz is dead. So you think they're trying so to. So I think it's not. Yeah. Because they're trying to make us think he is. And now I'm thinking, okay, if there is a child of theirs that has grown up independent of whatever time fuckery Gemma's going through, could they potentially come back and it's Deke's mom grown up? Very possibly. And Deke, and Deke, have a cool... meet, Deke will get to meet his mom. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be really cool. Yeah. So. just Or Deke will raise his mother. But see, she can't have Deke because Deke's dad is who the fuck knows where. But Deke already exists, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. So it's like, surprise, I'm your so kid, sort of. And so does Mac, and so does, well, Mac was already existing because his parents were born. Yeah, but. Daisy. Yeah. Too bad her mom's dead. the other dead. anomaly. Um, her dad's not, though. Uh, so, yeah. We don't know. I don't know that they can afford him, though, at this point. Mm. Um, so yeah, and, um, she starts screaming, I don't want to forget, I don't want to forget, and they... Suddenly she's standing by herself. Yeah. And the, well, and this whole time, this, this last little bit, this last memory, she's in a very matrixy looking... Yes. And we see, like, Malik stomp away from the, the dream chamber or whatever, or the yeah. head chambery thing, and, um... She pulls out of it, but you're right. As she was in there doing, I don't, I don't want to forget, I don't want to forget, we pan around, and she's by herself. Yes. Whereas previously, she was, she had fits, and I think Enoch was there, too. Um, so Gemma gets out, and apparently they just left fucking Deke and Gemma there. And, um, uh, you know, Gemma's like, uh, are you okay? Are you okay? Because Deke's, you know, he's been beat the he's, fuck up. Yeah. He'll be fine by the next Never episode. Never broke, worry. though. Uh, oh, no, yeah. he did not. I'm so proud of Love. him. Not that he knew, In this but house. he could have given information about Diana, but he didn't. We stand. We stand. We stand the deke. We stand the deke. And then we get hit right, right up in the chest with Fitz. Who's Fitz? Because she mentioned something at one point. Um, if you go deep enough, I won't remember him at all, or something like that. When with it's Malik. like there's almost like there's a fail safe. Yeah, like if you burn through enough of it, it just yeah. So hopefully that can be restored. Um, All you do is take it out. Well, hopefully it's a Diana thing and not permanent. We killed we'll synapses. 
about? I, I wouldn't think so, though. Um, so we go to Coulson, who is suddenly a computer nerd. And I, I, I kind of liked how it, it was explained, because May's like, you said you remember how you were code. Go do the thing. And he's like, yeah. Well, I mean, he could figure it out. Well, and also he's a computer now. Yeah, he is a computer. So he knows. He, could... he starts rattling off terminology, and he's like, I never said that word in my life before. Uh, it was great. I really liked that. And so um, she's like, cool, go talk to Cora. And he's like, honey, I'm busy right now with the computer stuff. I'm going to need you to do it. And um, he said it's time to have the heart to heart, which is usually Colson territory. Yes, it is. I'm so glad that this, this these callbacks were And um, he says with Cora, you have to see how good she can be. Because she, was, cause she does say, well, I failed last time. And he's like, you were trying to get a rise out of her. She's like, yeah, it was. And it worked. Go the other way. Um, and so um, this is when we see Sybil unlock the cell that Yo-Yo was watching with two of the random henchmen. Um, because they did. I, I like that they did say earlier in the episode all the inhumans or maybe inhumans were dropped off. Potential. Potential inhumans were dropped off at, at, at a hospital. hospital. Um, which is, like, good. It gets them out of the way. But they told us they did. where they went. Thank God. Um, and so, um, Yo-Yo almost gets attacked, but she, but she stops it. I know. I had that split second of no. I know. No. I was like, please don't fucking do no. this to me. Yeah. Um, and it was s- never a tense moment. It was, a, I'm just going to be disappointed. Yeah. And so this is when May tells, uh, Cora, she's like, these are the dudes that he saved. Like, that he gave powers to. and Or, actually, I don't know if these are powered up guys or not. Yeah, one of them was the knife guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, these are the kind of people that he has saved. They're terrible, terrible humans. And um, she kind of tells her, uh, tell us what we need to do to get our timeline back. And the, Cora melts a nice little circle through there the guy that tried to kill Yo-Yo. Um, and then she's like, see, I've already, you're already one step closer to the timeline. Are you? And apparently there's these 30 people, um, are a step in the right direction, but that doesn't make sense because she wants to kill Grant Ward. But at least we got the Grant Ward mentions. And Coulson is like, no, like we took away, uh, Garrett's doing other things. He doesn't have time to corrupt a young child. And she goes, oh, no, he go, he gets so much worse without Garrett. And it's like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Um, but I, like, okay. The reasoning of we kill these 30 people, which I'm sure 30, we, we know, Grant Ward, we can assume there are other people that we know, yeah. um, are going to save other people. That doesn't explain how that gets them back to their original timeline. It, By fucking up the timeline more. It, it doesn't. What what the how the conversation turned that direction was Yo Yo saying, "Why not? Why 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 don't we listen to if, if she's going to kill people? Why don't we point her in the right direction?" This goes back to the Deke and Yo Yo conversation yeah. that they had several episodes ago. Yo Yo's like timeline screwed. She's already on board with the timeline screwed. Let's move forward. Yeah. Um, but also. Uh, she mentioned, Cora mentions Grant Ward, and Coulson's like, but he's a kid right now. And Cora twists that knife just a little bit further into May, saying, you don't have a problem killing kids. Yeah. 
which just and she talks about Andrew made me want to punch her face even more well she talks about how Andrew could still be alive Rosalind would still be alive Um, Lincoln Lincoln. would still be alive if Grant Ward wasn't yeah so but also just because Grant Ward was a fucking tool doesn't mean that he wanted to be turned into Hive I mean true and all that bullshit but supposedly Cora's seen these timelines so but you're right. That is a glaring, glaring hole that, like, Corey, did you not notice your mom's not in any of these yes. scenarios? Speaking of, Cora says something to the effect of, oh, I just want to show my mom. And May's like, let's go show her right now. <laughs> About that. Um, so <laughs> we go to Mac, um, and this is where he talks about Daisy. Or, no, he's talking to Susa while Daisy's uh, sleeping. And basically, he does the whole, like, big brother dad thing where it's like, she's made bad choices before and it's hurt her a lot. So, like... Well, I I, I love the way Mac leads with, what are your intentions? Yes. And so this is like, what? He's like, I don't, I don't have any. And Mac's like, well, you better get some. Yeah, because she's coming for you. Because she's coming. She might not know it yet, but she's into you. <laughs> But I love, I love, I love how loaded, what are your intentions? And that phrasing would mean something to somebody like Sousa. Oh, absolutely. That is very old fashioned terminology that we still think Matt "Mm." gets that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet puppy. So, um, so yeah. And, um, (laughs) she's coming for you, buddy. Um, and so, uh, basically don't hurt her. And, um, the whole team's coming for your ass. Yeah, and he and he's like, okay, I feel sufficiently threatened. It's like good, um, but he does, you know, he he reiterates it's not just me because like, can you imagine the May talk? Oh God, I you don't piss think, yourself. I, I don't think May would even have to say anything. Oh, I don't think she would either. She just like point at Daisy. She wouldn't even have point to point at you. And be no, like, I don't even think it'd take that much. She'd just look and just and walk away. <laughs> she would look. And walk away. That's it. That's and, all. That's. And I'm just covered in my own pee because mm-hmm. she's scary when she wants to be. Um, and also so strangely turned on. Yeah, I know. Right. Right. <sighs> um, but also we get the whole we flat out call him the man out of time. Just flat out call him. And I feel, yep. I feel like somebody who had to follow Captain America, Stephen Grant Rogers in Peggy's life. But I don't think Sousa would know that Cap would be referred to as a man out of time. That's true, because he wasn't out of time until he came back. That's a good point. Because Sousa would have known Steve Rogers as a man in time. Right. Just a lost Avenger. Or not Avenger, but yeah. He would not know it. What the Avengers are? Captain. Um, But this is when he also finds out that she's called Quake. And he's like, I'm sorry. What? Um, He thinks it's hilarious. Because it is. Because it is. Um, so we go back to May, and she's like, I'm going to give you something nobody has given you in a long time. The truth. The truth. And she brings her to Jaying. And Cora's like, no, no, she's she's just resting. She's fine. <laughs> she's just sleeping. Um, and she's like, no, no, she's fine. She has healing powers. And she, she tries to get her mom to feed off of her, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, and she's real dead. And so this goes back to... Man, it's convenient what can and can't kill Jaying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, because, yeah, like, uh, the two emails, the pre-back reminded me, yeah, Calvin's, Calvin crushed her. 
And that killed her the last time. And so what but made she that... was literally cut in pieces. And he assembled her back and together. Sewn back yep. together. I know that always like that's the thing. If you're gonna do something like this where it's like, well, this kills her, but this doesn't, the thing that doesn't kill her can't be the most extreme option. And so far, it's been the most extreme option. I mean, being cut into pieces is extreme and he had to like find her and get to the safe place and sew her back together frankenstein style so like i'm sure that didn't happen within a few minutes thank you that because that's my thing you could always be like well you know uh, you know it's like no that wasn't instant and you know she's now died from a crushed spine and from a snap neck or from a shattered neck and it's like okay apparently those are cora know that her neck was shattered sonogram from the quake no she's not quake never mind that's a different sister i don't know that's a good question her neck is shattered how the fuck do you know that that's a good question she could have been sleeping she could have been (laughs) night night she's just resting night night nighted night nighted um and so iced this is when cora immediately is like he did this for a reason she immediately starts defending she she, Malik for killing her mom. The first time she thinks Daisy did it. Yes. And May tells her like, no. Okay. But then Nathaniel did it for a reason. And it's like, oh, buddy, you have worse taste in men than your sister. And that it's is fucking saying something. Saying something. Um, and so uh, this is, oh, this is when we get the fight. Um don't they fight a little bit with the power oh, outage? I don't, I don't remember. Uh, this is where we get a fight. And I thought the fight was fine, except for I was distracted by the fact that they both basically look the same um, with their and outfits. They're both wearing the dark outfits and the, and the jackets. Why would just immediately use her power? That is my problem with this entire show. Okay. Because we constantly have Daisy not quaking. And it's very, like, ever so often they explain it. Where they're like, oh, I can't because there's people around. But, like, she could have killed Maeve. 15 times over easily 15 times over um and because may's superpower now is not offensive it's just oh shit you're gonna kill me Uh, i can feel it um so yeah (laughs) that's why that's why a lot of the a lot of these human inhuman fights feel a bit off because it's just like you kind of just vaporized her yep but also you could you could say that cora is there for a reason um, and she's trying to fulfill her purpose, but I think that's giving Cora way too much credit. Um, Fair. so yeah, uh, this is when, of course, Garrett pops up and he, uh, teleports Cora out, um, back to the Zephyr, which we knew. And they, they did actually mention, they were like, I don't know, Garrett could pop in here at any minute. And he does. That's an awful long way for Garrett to pop, by the way. Yeah, we don't know the limitations. Because Gordon used to do it all over the world, but also Gordon had a lot more control over his power, presumably, because he's had it for 30 years. Um, But yeah, we're going in and out of, like, the fucking atmosphere, and like, yeah. He's got really good aim, too. Yeah, he does. Just right there. Um, And so uh, we go back to Coulson, who's working on the computers, and he's able to find up the last, find the last file Sybil accessed, which is a list of the shield bases. And I was like, oh, fuck. Um, and so uh, this is when they realize Malik was not in space to hide from them, but he's waiting for the Chronicoms, which we knew they were working together. So what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Um, and so they start firing on the targets on Earth, which are all the shield bases. 
And we get to see the Triskelion go kaboomsies. <clears throat> so, when they shot the Triskelion and it exploded yeah. again, yeah. I laughed for a good five minutes. It was the funniest thing I had seen in months. I literally was laying on my couch cackling. Why? Because it was hilarious to me somehow. Does it just hit you that? It just Were hit you me. sleepy when you watched this the first time? I, no, maybe. I don't know. It was just so funny <laughs> that they blew up the Triskelion. Yeah. Because they talked about the Triskelion... The fact that it even existed this early in the timeline. Yeah, yeah, because it was, uh, what's her name? The new agent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roxy. Roxy. I was going to call her Rory. um, Said something about it. And for them to just blow it up again, it just hit me right. And it was so funny. I wanted to text you so badly. One of the funny things about it, though, is if you think about it, it is the only shield base we know by sight. You can show me that building, and I can go... That's the Triskelion. That's the Triskelion. All the other bases, it's like, they could have blown up... Okay, the lighthouse. Well, the lighthouse. lighthouse. They could have... And that's why... I did think that was smart. That's not an active base. No, it's not an active base. Which, yeah, because they said, oh, hey, I didn't realize the lighthouse... It was still active, so that's why they weren't blown up, at least. that explains that. Even though they know they're there. Yeah, still. Um, But, of course, maybe they don't... But you could have blown up, like a side of a mountain and been like, it's the fridge. And I would have been like, okay. Also plot. But I just seen the Triskelion. (laughs) I just, this is twice. Okay. I have uh, shield blew up. I have a multi-billion dollar proposition for Disney. Now remake all the movies with this timeline. (laughs) I want to see this timeline's Iron Man. Where does the fight take place with Bucky and Steve? I don't know. Not the Triskelion. Because this is 1983. It's not around anymore because they haven't found Steve yet. Yeah. So get on that, Disney, because I know you as a whole corporation are listening. Actually, they probably are to find out if we're using, like, copyrighted music or something. Probably. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. So we get kaboomsies. um, And then in our stinger, we get Malik and Korra making out, and it's gross. Why? Yeah. Why? I mean, it kind of... Nobody wanted that. Nobody wanted that. Nobody wanted that. It makes, I I will say, sense, quote unquote, for her to be that defensive of him killing. Well, for her to be Like, if you're defending. Don't even, not even defensive, submissive. Yeah, but she's, she's saying, well, I know he killed my mom, but like, he had to have his reasons. What the fuck? So, of course, they're sucking face. Um, and it's gross, and I don't like it. Nobody wanted that. And, yeah. But also, makes Daisy look great in comparison <laughs> for her life choices. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Um, so, that is, uh, like, I didn't hate it. I actually quite enjoyed this if I look at it on its own. Like you said, there were a lot of good things that were written. There were some major plot holes, but those were not episodic, I think, in for the most part. Um, they were like, how the fuck is dying dead this time? Which is larger than this episode. So I think overall it was it was quite well done. I'm just worried now we have two episodes left and I'm freaking the fuck out because... Okay, yeah, let's... Ah. Let me address that real quick. Um, my DVR did update... Because the episode starts at 8 central, 
where originally I said that my DVR was set to start from between 9 and 10. Yeah. It did reset, so it is, in fact, a two-hour episode. Okay, so we get both episodes next week. Yes. Um, so what we've decided is next week's episode is just going to be us doing the, the recap of the two-hour episode. Yes, that's it. Uh, we're going to do no emails. We're going to save that for our it's series gonna be long, wrap-up. Yeah, because re- recapping for two hours is going to be long enough. Yeah, I may have to... Uh, trim it down to kind of just hit unless a lot of shit happens that we really need to dissect yeah. which i suspect it might because <clears throat> we've got time travel implications which usually require a lot of talking around yeah uh so yeah so yeah so then we're gonna do one podcast which is a wrap-up read all of your emails for the episode for the series yep all of it in one uh fail swoop so uh you can email that to randomtpodcast at gmail.com or on um twitter just pick one at random tea casts yes. did i get it right yes. yay you, you created that twitter god did i yes or on facebook at facebook.com slash random tea podcasts <clears throat> um also uh if you'd like to help support us uh you can go to both of our pinned to the top of our twitter feed and our facebook feed is the link to our Kofi account or you can go to our website like Kyle did. Thank you very much for that donation. Oh, yeah. Um, that was very that nice. That was very nice. Um, go straight to our website. and uh, There's a link that says throw money at us. Uh, we prefer sweaty ones. Um, <laughs> don't, don't put that out there. Don't put that out there. Um, As a person who has worked retail and received sweaty boob ones pulled out of somebody's I mean, sweaty ass bra... Was it wasn't I, even in a stripper context. That was just where she kept her money. This, this is oh, why I just don't, don't like the cash. Don't put, don't put anyway, that out. Anyway, uh, we do appreciate that. Um, so, And uh, also another way to support us is if you if you like what you're hearing, you can always go to your podcast reviewer of ch- – or aggregator provider? Of ch- provider that's the word uh, yeah. of choice and leave us a rating and a review um we really appreciate them um they help other people find us uh so yeah if you can't support monetarily or don't want to and that's totally that's cool totally understandable um, that right is now. another way to support us especially right now yeah uh so are we gonna get any emails now i'm going to search mcu on apple podcast real quick and see where we are okay Right there. Okay, so we're like, since they changed it to that, I don't know the numbers. Like we're the second a, page in. We're okay. in the top eight. Okay. Yay! If you search MCU. Agents. Oh, that's good. That's not, yeah, that's not even ser- searching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So search Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're in the top five. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I haven't so, checked you know. our, oh, we got a, f- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has a 5.0 rating? Fuck me. On Apple Podcasts? Thanks, guys. Nice. But if you haven't rated, go do that now, too. Please. Also, please do that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, emails. I had to go stroke my own ego. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So, uh, it's better than you stroking have, anything else on the air. So, go for it. We have a lot of emails. So, I'm just going to get to it. Uh, <coughs> greetings from Canada. Canada. Before you call shenanigans on Jane's broken neck... Too late. 
I thought I'd drop you a line <laughs> to say she did originally die of what looked like either a snap neck or spine courtesy of Cal. He hugged her to death, and the Foley work still sets my teeth on edge. My pet wrangle has always been that the cutting off of oxygen to her brain thwarts Jiang's powers. Still. I think oxygen is I cut off when you're cut in a little tiny pieces. To point out, she <laughs> was cut in... Cut my life into Oh, pieces. my God. Janya, now I suspend friendship. <laughs> you made me remember that song exists. I like that song. <sighs> um, it's just got a cool. What was that? Papa Roach. Yes. Oh my god! It's got a good beat. You can dance it. to it. No, I don't dance at all. You've seen me dance. It's That's not true. pretty. Um, I just like the deep bass to it. That's yeah. All. Um, anyway. I still call shenanigans. Yeah, because I think cutting Cut off blood flow is pretty... To pieces. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, as for whether she drained life force before... Yeah, this got pointed out to me a lot. Yeah. I'm sorry. We did ask. We did? We put the call out. We did. I forgot. Uh, whether she drained life force before she has indeed, I point you to SOS Part 2 in which Jiang attempted to drain Daisy. She said in an interesting bit of mirroring that she had always thought Daisy was her true gift, but saw now it was her inhuman abilities. Oh, damn. The season's inversion of that sentiment, Rikora, is both redemptive and one heck of a gut punch to the daughter who never got to know Jiang as this empathetic woman. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a deeper cut than we realized. Much deeper cut. Uh, now, Ree Piper. We left her guiding Fear Dimension Flint to safety in a Quinjet. God knows what became of them, though. I keep waiting for them to pop up, but, of course, they're in a Chromacon adult present. Do that hot Yobi unpleasant for them? I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know that we're ever going to see the them that we know and that we, the audience, know and love again don't know because that as we've said that og timeline is fucked and so she says shall we do bonkers theories yes oh why not the chronicoms have been bothering because apparently they've existed for at least thirty thousand years as superior computers and refuse to believe they built themselves thank you if nothing else how does that even work and how did any planet at a thirty thousand year remove Remove have technology even half that ace. Well, yeah. anyway, then Simmons had her breakdown and occurred to me that a race of robotic hunters would be exactly what one might build to guard a vulnerable, exposed fits at a high-risk location. I now wonder if the pair of them built the Chronicoms, who only latently went backwards through time and off-planet. It would certainly leave Simmons something to hand-ring about, but then I'm never right about these things. No, I don't think you're right because of the... Because of the potential baby bomb that was dropped in this episode. But no, but that's cool if the architect of all their bullshit is them. That they actually created Ooh. their own demise. That's a, that's a mind fuck. Because right you're right. Like, even if that's, even if Gemma and Fitz did not create the hunters and da da da. Your original question is a good one. Who the fuck made the Chronicoms? Because the whole thing I is mean, they are sentient machines. Who built that Somebody shit? Somebody built that shit. Did they Skynet their planet 30,000 years ago? And like, because we, we've seen that a subset of Chronicoms are totally cool with killing off a planet of, of people. A very large subset. Yeah. yeah a pretty subset, much everybody that's not Enoch. A subset nonetheless. Yeah. A very large subset. Well, I will say there were a All couple, minus one? There were, no, there were a couple Enoch he, tried he to recruit, did have, but they, are they got killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like 
Good question. It mm. it would be kind of cool, and it would it would be a total mind fuck to be like BT Dubs. It was Fitzsimmons. So yeah. Uh, okay, so this is from Alicia, which I assume I'm pronouncing it correctly because you've yet to correct me. <laughs> so we're gonna go with that. Uh, says love the Ward reference. How does yes. John Garrett look more evil, younger than when he is Bill Paxton? I know he's gone like full like mustache twirly evil. Without he's mustache. just kind of swarthy looking. He's got that that greased back hair. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Susa and Daisy are cute, but I still like Peggy and Susa better. I really want a Peggy Carter reference. I know, right? Love the mom and dad scenes. May reading the messages and Phil <laughs> telling her he can read them himself that he can read English. <laughs> it is so cool how the Quinjet comes out of the water. So if Garrett never meets Ward, would he still be Hydra or from what I've read on Wiki, still in prison? Yeah, he was in Juvie. Um, That's where Garrett got him out of. Yeah. But if he, that makes sense though, that if Ward had stayed in Juvie, he would have gotten worse. I I think the scale of his worse would have been. At least when Garrett got a hold of Ward, he disciplined, disciplined him. him. I think, or helped him become disciplined. I think this I was a discipline. The scale of Ward's badness would have been less. Like he wouldn't have been a a earthwide How many, threat. Well, I I would think that to be worse, you would have had to have killed more people. That's what I'm. That's what I'm kind of... So if he didn't meet Garrett, did he kill more people than when he became Hydra? That's a lot of yeah. people, though. Like, he went after and dissected Inhumans, and, like, there was this whole thing. So, like, when they said, oh, he's worse, I'm you and I are both like, how, how? the fuck can you be how? worse? Please explain. Because, yeah, I mean, like, he would still be in juvie. He, and, and I think I mentioned this last week. He would still have a terrible home life. Oh, yeah. His family's a shit show. Yeah. So the, the kids... But how do you become worse... Than... Yeah. Than literal Hydra? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sad you can't see my hand motions. <laughs> um, I, I can't. So uh, email goes on to say, It was so sad that Simmons does not remember Fitz at all, and poor Deke all beaten up. No, don't worry. He'll be fine the next episode. He will. He'll be all cleaned up. Okay, so this is. Mm, oh, mm. Katie had a few things to say. Oh, she had some feelings and Katie thoughts. Katie had some feelings. Hiya, ladies. I realize I write in almost immediately after the episode airs, and that's because I will 100% forget all of my thoughts if I wait any longer. So that bodes well for my future old lady days. <laughs> I get that, though. Have you met me? I totally get that. Um. So I can't remember my own name sometimes. It's fine. It's fine. It's because I have so many. So they are trying real hard to make us think Fitz is dead. So naturally, he definitely isn't. See? my I, I went to the knee jerk. Oh, my baby. That blood work they made seem so tragic. Yeah, that was totally Gemma's blood work showing she's pregnant. Preggers. There's no reason Gemma would need to forget a dead man. A dead man can't fix the problem and save the world. Her forgetting was definitely a fail-safe should anyone try what try what Nathaniel did. We're going to see a Fitzsimmons kiddo in the finale. I cannot imagine killing Fitz again just for Gemma Payne. They better not. Have you watched the show they at all? They fucking better not. No, they better not. Uh, 
I would rage quit watching the show. No, I, I mean, can't. If do you're that. gonna blow it, <laughs> do it on your finale. Uh, she goes on to say, "I highly doubt they end the series that way. I'm obviously not a writer, but that seems lazy. And say what you want about the show, lazy isn't what they do." Yeah. Well, I do say what I want about the show. So, uh, there's been oh wait, she says sometimes they do easy and hand wavy. Yeah, but not lazy. Yeah. If Fitz is dead, that's unforgivable to me. The only acceptance I would have of that is if we get old man Fitz who raised their child. I will not accept killing him off any other way. No. I would know. Anywho. um, I immediately cheered up seeing him and it hurt my heart a bit. As excited as I was to see him, it also made me a little irrationally angry. I love him and I want him working. I want him to be busy. I want everyone to see how damn talented he is. But this is the last season and it's 13 episodes. For him to take other jobs that would compromise this last season felt like a slap in the face. My brain knows it's not. Absolutely. He's been nothing but appreciative about this job, but my heart felt differently. I get that. I completely understand that. Even in the last few seasons when he had other jobs, we still got him in quite a few episodes. But again, I know there was no malicious intent, but it's hard to not feel a little bitter. Yeah. Now, that being said, my heart grew three sizes when he finally appeared and having Enoch there almost made it burst. Love those idiots. I know. We did get a little more Enoch, and I know he's still gone at this point, which I'm still holding that a little bit of hope. I still don't understand. How? why? Well, it's such a I, needless quote-unquote death. Re- how many times have we rebuilt Coulson? I know. You've got a 3D He's body printer. literally disposable. Uh-huh. Recyclable. Even if they just put him in Phil's body, he'd still be Enoch. Oh, Build him another Phil body. Can you imagine? God. Clark delivering. Yes. Yes. He could do it. Yes. Yes, he could. Do anyway. It. Back to Katie's email. I know this has been filmed for a year, but do it. <laughs> However, as much as I like that stuff, I don't know if I like this episode that much. I liked elements of it. Code breaking Colson was fun. May using her quote power to fight Cora. Mac and Daisy's conversation. Deke being caught immediately. God, immediately. Are you kidding? Hilarious. However, still not here for Daisy slash Sousa. So as much as I appreciate the Mac and Sousa talk, we could have spent that time doing more important things. If they really wanted to have Sousa do something out of character, he would have stayed at the base and let Daisy go do what she was going to do alone. Taking him with is just playing right into the idea that he can't let people do stupid things on their own. Yeah, he's got to be stupid with them. I would have preferred that ship scene be just Daisy and Mac. I love their relationship. We haven't seen a lot of them alone since season two or three when they were made partners. Yeah. Now, I did like Sousa pointing out how silly Quake sounds. Just wait (laughs) until he hears about Star-Lord because that's a dumb name. Who? Who? God. I'm so bored with Nathaniel and Cora. Same They're not interesting, and I'm not here for them at all. I'd rather they had used Garrett in place of Nathaniel. It would have brought things full circle. Yeah. Speaking of which, I know in my last email I said James Paxton nailed the role, and y'all don't agree, but I didn't mean he's a great actor. His dad is a lot to live up to. Yeah. That's fair. I agree with but that. But I just meant I can see Garrett in the performance. It helps with the physical appearance, but more so that there were mannerisms I recognized. He felt like Garrett, even if he wasn't the best actor. Plus, for me, what matters most is the tribute himself. Having Bill's son yeah. play him was a beautiful idea, which is why he should have been the, quote, villain the Chronicoms used this that season. That would okay. have made a lot more right. sense. You're fair. You're, that's fair. He did move like him. Cause, and, and that's the thing. Malik was an accidental ally for them. Yes. Malik was not part of their plan, but it would have made sense for them to pluck somebody from the OG timeline well, history to go, all right, we're going to go 
you're going to help us. From a fan service point of view, I agree. I think from a plot standpoint, because Daddy Malik was killed. Daddy Malik was their original plan, but Daddy Malik got killed, so they grabbed the next best thing they had, which was Nathaniel. Yeah, but also, like, I know it's fan servicey, but also you wouldn't have had to write a whole new character. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying this is where they went. But also, were they going to expect... It's like they grabbed an idea and just went with it. Yeah, because, like... How long were they expecting to work with Daddy Malik? He was already pretty fucking old when Deke killed him. Yep. So, yeah. It, it just... It could have been so much better. <laughs> no. That's the thing. We could... Like, a lot of us could backseat write this to where it's like literally anybody but Malik could have been a better villain. Anybody can cook. Anybody can cook. Guess what I watched last night? <gasps> Ratatouille. I did. I finally sat down and watched Ratatouille last night. Was, oh, that was the first time you've seen it? I've never it. seen it before. I love that it was cute. It was cute. Patton, man. That's Patton Oswald is, is Remy or is, um, yeah, Remy. Is it? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. It was cute. Um, it was better than I expected. It's cute. We're okay. going to get that. Anyway, soon. anybody can cook. Uh, anybody can write. Cora's the worst. Good actor. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Good actor. Not her fault, but that character is full of terrible cliches. We haven't had a good villain since Ada. That's true. In fact, the only villains I've liked are Garrett and Ada. Okay. I think Ward was... I was about to say Ward before, was... Before he became Hive, like, and I know we, the closure stuff was, I wanted to punch his face, but I think I was supposed to want to punch his face. Um, He was a great villain, I thought. He was a really good villain because it was the betrayal we It was felt. the gut punch of... Yeah, but we I We were rooting think, for you. <laughs> but I think... Ward has to be an outlier. Yeah. He's not, he wasn't pure, a pure, like he wasn't brought in as a villain, as a villain. Yeah. That was a complete heartstring. Yeah. Pulling thing. Uh, so yeah, I I agree. Garrett and Ada were both really good villains. Um, they were the only two that really fucked with the team on a personal level. And that's Mm -hmm. always more interesting than world domination. Even Lash could have been cooler than he was, but like that was just bad CG and bad makeup. And I just didn't like that wasted that character oh yeah lash was completely lit wasted because he should have been the cooler. lash slash andrew yes that could have been just... way better than it was yeah uh sure garrett became that way toward the end but he planted grant ward and that's the important part yeah uh holy crap sorry this is so long <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine okay this email oh god it's from chris who okay. is not seth there you go <laughs> Look, look, growth. Listen, I had to scroll all the way down to make sure I got it right. So this is a bit weird. Okay. I finally came to the opinion that they blew the season. And yet the episode was very entertaining and had some great scenes. S.H.I.E.L.D. has always been the the poster child for that, where you're like, I liked parts of it, but then other parts were not great. First things first. This is in all caps. Okay. Jesus fucking Christ, can someone finally fucking kill bloody Malik? He's fucking insufferable. Thank you. That's all caps, exclamation points. See, and he's another case of, I like to err on the side of the actor. He's just written bad. He's just, he's he's cheesy. He's just drawn that way? He's just drawn that way. He's just cheesy and bad. 
And that is one of the things why I really couldn't care less about the arc of this season. Honestly, they could have given us something awesome with immortal space robots from a planet which revolves around a star in the constellation of Cygnus, and instead we got Nathaniel fucking Malik preaching about anarchy. Yep. Not a fan. Yep. Anarchy or chaos? But see, that's the thing. Why, 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 why did he use the word anarchy in episode 10, yeah. relentlessly, and in this episode, it was chaos, 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 chaos. And don't call me sir. Oh, that was fucking ridiculous. Like, I, I'm doing all of this so nobody has to call anybody sir. And like, he's gonna I don't s- think he knows what the word anarchy or chaos means. And like, Cora's touting the company line that clearly she believes because May thought she was sincere of we're helping people in the long run i like uh, they need to get their motto because that's the thing he he's supposedly so anti-hydra which was order or anti-establishment yeah well he just he's rebelling well, this is just a bad teenage rebellion um that has apparently lasted for so decades it's, it's like did he just say okay, uh, that hydra is for order so i'm for anarchy Maybe because they're. But I think he was. Well, I think he was using the the word anarchy because of the the character. The character, which we but still haven't suddenly, actually called her that. No, but suddenly in this episode, it's chaos. Yeah, I mean, cl- glaringly. Yeah, he went from using the word anarchy to chaos. Yeah, and now if he used anarchy and chaos in the same episode, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being. It just it just hit you it wrong. Hit me wrong. Everything about I him hits me it. wrong because he's I mean, shitty. You're right. Yeah. Uh, back to I know, me. make the, the Chronicoms were set up to be the bad guys. And we just punted that. Why didn't we just play the long game? Yeah, because they could have, like, God, Sybil could have been a Sybil really cool villain. would have been a much cooler villain. But we're not I using her. I think they just couldn't afford her. Yeah. Anyway. Then cast somebody that you can't afford that's I good. Know. Like, I love seeing her, but like. Well, you could easily uh, transform Sybil, use the same name, but transform her into a different actor because yeah. Chronicom. Oh, that's that's a very good point. Digital, yeah. I took a different form, different or what? Yeah, body. like oh, my, this body got destroyed, so now I'm going to yeah. be in Summer Glau's body. Yeah, not that they could afford Summer Glau no. either, but you see what I'm saying? I do. I do. like that's the thing. They were they had already. Or Gina set, Torres. Yeah. Oh God, we couldn't. Oh, I would die. <sighs> we stand Gina Torres in this house as well. Um, but yeah, like they set them up to be the main villains and then it's like, oh no, we're not really going to do that. Anyway, uh, back to Chris's email. To look the smear on my hand? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Crush. (laughs) However, there are so many scenes in this episode that are so, so good, which I really liked. The scene between Daisy and Cora was great. And in general, Diane... Doan, Cora, mm-hmm. gave a stellar performance in all her scenes, even appropriately icky kiss with he who must oh. not be named at the end. I also love the scenes between Susa and Mac and the Quinjet, between Mac and Daisy and the Quinjet, and Susa teasing Daisy with all the quake things. God, that was funny. That's, yeah, that's just I love like it when what you were saying. the press. I didn't give myself the name. Get a cue on the, you know, the utility belt. I mean, he went full <laughs> Batman on that <laughs> one. And, um... Zeus is a comic fan. Let's be real here. Yeah, he's a nerd. What was it? She called him a square? Yeah. He is. He is. Anyway. But yeah, I mean, you're right. There were bits and pieces that were good. And 
I didn't like Cora as much as he did. I didn't either. I want to punch her face, but then again, I wanted more. Every I felt time like she was capable of more. Yeah. From the yeah. actress. I mean, it I, feels again, two dimensional. Is it direction? Yeah. Is it writing? I felt like she was. There was more there. I feel like some of these folks don't know how to write villains very well, or women, or women. Because May's pre-established, Daisy's yeah. pre-established going way back. But see, back. that's the thing. You've, uh, that's, I feel like Marissa wasn't as hands-on in this. That's why we get, it gets really dicey, the blame game. Because if you look at Ada, who was present over many writers' arcs, mm-hmm. and she fucking killed it. She nailed it. So, like, did they just key in into that directors? character better? Or you think maybe she's not dialed into the character well? There's, I, well, there's, there's just there's not been enough no, of the character. Exactly. There's been no establishments like boom. She's had eleven episodes of character development, which is to say none. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think that's what it is. They didn't. They they, and I think this is probably part of the problem with Malik. I think he's just cheesy and bad. But there's just no room for them to breathe, and for the writers to clue in on. Yeah. I think who they are. Yeah, and that. Results in kind of hackneyed stuff for them. Anyway, back to the email. Yeah. So only one week left, and that's it. I'm looking forward to the epilogue part of next week. I am more intrigued about how the team will retire and if they somehow can reset the timeline than about the resolution of the Chronicom arc. But Malik will most likely finally be killed off and there will be fighting. So that's a bonus. (laughs) I know I'm really waiting for him to have a good, satisfying death. My prediction, which has a very high probability of being totally wrong. Okay, okay. They will repair some of the changes, but cannot completely bring the original timeline back, so they are not anymore or have never been part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. With that, they settle down quietly and let things run their course. Yeah, and that also, it gives them an out. Yes. Because for with S.H.I.E.L.D. being destroyed and being fucked up for as long as it has in the show, they became... Well, if we don't do it, who will? And if they come back to a world where somebody else has got this, they can, in a good conscience, say, all right, we're done. We saved the world 50 times over. Like, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Which I can can see that. Because I can see Mac and Yo-Yo wanting to go off and do their thing. Yeah. Daisy and Sousa going off to do that thing. And then at least we'll finally understand why Sousa's in the police department and New York during the Battle of New York. I really hope they tie that in. There you go. I really want them to tie that in. (laughs) That's why he's here. Desperately. That is why he's here. Because Sousa really was in the New York Police Department and at the Battle of New York. desperately want that to be true. So anyway, we got a lot more emails to get through. All right. So many. Uh, So this is from Sarah. Okay. And Shannon. It's always, it's always and both of Peggy. them. And Peggy. Hello, Queenie and Janya. Hey. First things first. I'm very excited that I have apparently figured out the timeline of Fitz's return down to the flashbacks. Obviously, he's going to be in the finale and she's going to remember him and Deke, but I'm sure there will be plenty of drama before that point. Oh, yeah. I'm not super concerned about this mysterious blood work <laughs> because couldn't Simmons just make LMD Fitz? Or just, like, upload the brains in the same place so they're never apart again? That's all I want for them. (laughs) (coughs) So you'd be happy with basically framework, but they get to be together. Yes. Okay. I saw a YouTube comment saying, when Fitz appears in the finale, he should bring all the people we've been missing, like Piper Ward or Squidward, a.k.a. Hive, Deathlock, Ghost Rider, Joey. Oh, my God, Deathlock. Joey. Joey. (laughs) 
oh. sir not appearing in this film again ever uh i think that would be really cool even if it's super fan servicey Court- i want fucking akila amador to come back the the bionic yes. eye lady yes i loved her she was all so underutilized all of them yep Cora is really growing on me, and I find myself wishing we'd get more time with her. I loved her and May interacting. Did everybody like Cora better than me? I don't, I dislike her character. I don't dislike her, if that makes sense. Okay. I just didn't. Yeah, you just didn't. I just don't care for the character at all. Yeah. Good or bad, like, you don't, don't you don't care for her as a villain or as in anything. I just don't care for her. I don't, I I feel no connection. I yeah. feel no, I don't care if she lives or dies. Yeah. Same. Because I was thinking, I was like, oh, well, what about Daisy and her sister? And I was like, I don't really care. Don't care. Yeah. Uh, really, all the characters interacting in this episode was top notch. I really liked May and Coulson's dynamic being back and mm-hmm. Mac and Daisy's conversation. Mac's acceptance of the impending band breaking up seemed a little too easy to me, but I felt like that conversation was more directed at the audience, if that makes sense. Mm, it could have been. Also, I think I think Mac would probably be one of the ones to cope the easiest with having a quote-unquote normal life. Yes. Um, but I can see how it could be like an underlying, the writer's way of telling the audience. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um. I can see that. Yeah. Speaking of Mac, Shan says the reason why none of Daisy's previous boys lasted was because they didn't get Mac's shovel, or should it be shotgun axe, talk. Ah. Can't believe the fandom has apparently settled on Deucey being the shit name. (laughs) (laughs) When Susan is so much better. (laughs) But alas, I would like to float soda. Or Suda. 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 I like the Suda. So much better than Deucey. Yeah, Deucey's terrible. Deucey sounds too much like douche. Douche, douche or dropping a deuce. <laughs> yeah. It's, mm. uh, I feel like I don't have a lot of say, but I really, really like this episode. It had all the character interactions I love, and it felt like it was actually leading to something. It looks for sure that the finale is two episodes yep. next week. I'm not ready. What TV <laughs> show will I get incredibly attached to? Who will Shannon and I cosplay every year at con? Us. Duh. <laughs> Just increasingly elaborate versions of us. Yeah, because you have to. Okay, so currently, I mean, we have purple and a magenta colored hair. So yeah. you, you need to work on those wigs. That I'm is something we, we upped the difficulty level because we both <laughs> went different colors on our hair. There you go. Uh, what will I do with my life? Anyway, love you both. Happy recording. Aww. Thank you. Me love you too. Uh, more musings from Canada. Okay. Oh, honey, you have feelings. So many. <clears throat> I promise these are saner than earlier. <laughs> earlier was are fine. They? Are they? But really, I'm mulling over a multiplicity of possible future endings for the show. Oh, we're, we're going for... Okay. We're going for points here. Okay. For the show, and they range from fringe-like resets to various degrees of Whovian, so I'm not sure oh, God. how well the premise would hold up. I tell you, I don't know how Sybil does it. Honestly, if you get time travel in there at some point, it's going to hit on something from Doctor Who, because Doctor Who's been on for nine jillion years. Yes. So. In this week's Plot Confuses Claire segment, <laughs> I am unclear why Sybil has assigned an agent to take out the power with literal firepower so she can gain access to it via the power grid. Don't you want the power grid up and running to infiltrate it? Okay. Um, I actually have an answer for this. They say she brought he the firewall spe- down. He specifically says they brought down the firewall. Yeah. 
that's what happened. That's why you fail secure kids. But also, this is 1983. So, like, that's that was but another limitation. Shield. Yeah. Yeah. But also S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but I'm not technical, and it's not all nitpicks. I thought Coulson speaking code after his stint as code himself was a nice touch. Even better was his perplexity at understanding it. It was really cute. That's just Clark Gregg, though. It was so cute. That's just him. Yep. I will say, though, after... Last week's fellow caller inner outlined <laughs> Daisy's life choices so neatly, I couldn't help but think that Daisy going rogue was not the daring and unpredictable move she seemed to think it was. <laughs> no. She ran away. She, again. This time she just ran away towards something, but she still ran away. She still ran away. Yeah. Run away. Yeah. Mac backing her play was properly unexpected, so I suppose the Quinjet crew were partly there. And predictability won not it gave us some lovey moments between the space contingent yeah return to the mac and daisy friendship was particularly lovey as it doesn't seem to have had much breathing time this world Wednesday. yeah they were partners once and this sold them as family i i loved that we got that little bit with them together too I tell you what was unexpected from Daisy, though, was her savviness to Cora. Season two, Sky might have succumbed to the play in her desperation for family. And even season six, Daisy wanted to believe there were traces of Coulson in Sarge. But May died for that wish to believe, and it shows considerable growth that Daisy bottles that impulse this time. Besides, it gives, That is true. <clears throat> besides, it gives us an excellent Volta from Sister Cora to adoptive Sister Simmons. Yeah. That friendship has always been one of the great love stories of the show, and you'd think Sybil, with her front row seat to the past, would know better than to underestimate it. Yeah, the Daisy Simmons dynamic, the Daisy Simmons Fitz dynamic. Yeah. Because Fitz they were all Simmons babies together. Same person. Um, yeah, I miss that. I kind of wish, and, and I don't think we have time to explore that right now, honestly, but I kind of wish they would have keyed in on. Yes, Sybil can see everything, but but she's going. She off can't interpret. She's interpreting it as a computer. Well, yes, because she's she's calculating off of. There's a ninety four percent chance this right. is going to happen. There's a five percent chance this is going to happen. She's not banking on their sisters. Daisy has chosen this is her family, and fuck this new sister that she just found. Yeah, I'm gonna go after my real sister. She's ex- she's calculating it like a computer. You're right. She's not taking emotions into account. She's not taking... So, yeah. And I don't think we have time to unpack that. That would have been fun humans, to get into. Humans don't work that way. Right. Uh, all that. And I keep thinking I should have something to say about Fitz because I've been watching for him right along with you. But I'm too stunned to have anything original for you. Though I did appreciate the glimpse into the Enoch slash Simmons friendship. We've seen the end and some of the start, but I always thought we were missing the meat of it. I'll end by saying Enoch isn't wrong about the 19th century. It is my scholarly <laughs> home when I'm not writing on war or old English, and that's a lot of oddness going going the round. If he ever finds a way to continue to exist outside flashbacks, I'm sure we'd have some interesting chats. I feel like somebody's got to have a hard drive somewhere. Got to have an Enoch backup. So this is from the actual Travis. Okay. Oh, okay. Actual Travis. Actual Travis. Hi, we tried to conflate you with another person. (laughs) (laughs) That's all me. I don't do well with names. Shield writers, probably. Oh, crap. These villains are pretty uninspired and underdeveloped. What do we do? Um, I don't know. Make them kiss. (laughs) I mean, yeah. 
Oh, Nathaniel and Cora tried their hardest to drag this episode down, but I still enjoyed it mostly. Okay. I finally figured out Malik's actor is attempting a Michael Shannon impression, and Cora's actress leaves them much, leaves much to be desired in the line delivery department. Oh, like I, yeah, Michael Shannon. That, well, like a bad Michael Shannon, because Michael Shannon can give me a point of reference. Um, let me. Find something that you would know him from. Okay. Um, he's a great character actor, and he's always kind of off kilter. Show me a picture. I may know who you you're may talking about. I see this. I'm terrible with names. Um, I'm the one that's always leaning over and going, "That's so and so." And I'm like, "Okay." And, and you're always right. And I'm just like, "Oh, okay." I am so bad with names, but show me a picture. Uh, oh him he's been in everything oh him yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i kind of get that he's he's just not there yeah no i see that you're right uh please don't attack me but i generally believe season six could have been the best episode if it wasn't limited to 13 episodes best season i'm guessing what did i say episode ah best season you're right you it go. does say season i said okay, episode cool if it wasn't limited uh, my eyes were going faster uh, it was so comic booky. I don't feel the same way about season seven, but more episodes would have helped it vastly, in my opinion. The season has lost so much momentum after episode six. Aziz Shield is the only 22-episode show that thrives on 22 episodes. I get 13 episodes weren't their choice, but they seem to struggle with structure and pacing with shorter seasons. The problem is we got a lot of filler bullshit when we had 22 that's my problem and we didn't have it was frustrating because we didn't have full filler episodes like you get with some shows it was just plot lines that were just garbage that would weave out throughout so you couldn't just go all right just skip the middle like four and then you know it was just i i'm i've been happier with the show since we moved to 13 i i understand that you can get more character development and you can get more connected to characters Especially new characters over a longer period of time. But I do still feel like some of that bottleneck plot C is just a lot. But but you know what, Travis? If you like the 22 episodes, your feelings are absolutely valid. And I'm glad that you enjoyed them. I'm all for it if it's good. Okay. (laughs) That's my thing. But he liked them. Yeah. And and you're allowed to like them. That's that's your opinion. And I'm glad you did. Yeah. I just prefer shorter seasons Cause I for think, that reason. Because I think it, it forces, whether it's done well or not, it forces a focus. you to crystallize your focus. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, and there are some shows like, uh, okay, for example, um, Lucifer. Okay. Which that used to be 22, started didn't it? Out, it started out with being 20-something episodes, and then when it went to Netflix, it got cut down. Um, and I did kind of miss the longer seasons, yeah. but because, well, you know, Lucifer's actually kind of a good show. <laughs> yeah. Which came on. Did it come on? No, that's a different station. No, it did. It used to come on right after Sleepy Hollow. Came on right after Sleepy That's why I started yeah. watching Lucifer. It came on right after Sleepy Hollow. It was Fox. Yeah, it was Fox. Um, but and they fucking canceled it because they're the worst. Two more weeks. Two more weeks. New season of Lucifer. But yeah, like. I, I like Lucifer, though. Yes. So a I th- lot. So I think if you if you really, really like it, you can immediately be like, I want more of it. I just want it to be good. Because <laughs> they, like, and I think season one was great. There was a little bit of a filler feel to it. 
to some parts of it. But for the most part, they paced it really well. It was when they started dividing up the seasons and you basically were getting too many seasons anyway. That's true. The Ghost Rider thing and then, you know. But Travis's opinion. Yes. Is valid. Is that when they have shorter seasons, he feels like they're struggle with structure and pacing. Which I can see with pacing. Yes. That could be a problem. I think our problem was like, they weren't like, cool, 22, we can really do some things with these 10 characters. They were like, 22 episodes, let's throw in 40 characters. (laughs) And it's like, no, no, what? (laughs) So yeah. I missed the um, powered person of the week. Yeah, it kind of lost that. I, but I love a good procedural procedural though. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thus Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Interesting. <laughs> uh, anyway, he goes on to say my instinct to eye roll at Daisy times Sousa stuff was kept in check, <laughs> even though Mac laughing at her name quake felt really unnatural. I did, however, especially like Daisy and Max talk beforehand. It felt very in character for both and the Fitzsimmons scene felt ominous, but wonderfully played as usual. I've accepted season seven as my least favorite season, even if the finale is a 10 out of 10 knockout. It kind of bums me out, especially since I consider the season five finale one of the best of the series. A lot due to the buildup of the season that got me so invested. Heroes and villains alike. I don't feel any sympathy for these villains like I did with Talbot. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes to them being two-dimensional. One more, th- yeah, I agree. One more thing. If the Chronicom's plan was to destroy S.H.I.E.L.D. with literal laser beams, why did they travel to 1931? Why not just go to 1983 to begin with? They went to 1931 because they had a plan A. This now, is plan Z. This is like plan much further down the alphabet. I think they, I think they wanted to go for the stealth, kill it before it can begin. Mm-hmm. But you're right. That is the harder option as far as like, oh God, we've got to like, get these hunters and they've got to do the thing and then we've got to do the time jump and like where we could have just gone really cute title cards yes noir episode that's the thing a lot of the chronicom stuff because they're so overpowered in a lot of ways that it's like i'm sorry why did we have this fuckery (laughs) you're right so yeah all right so this is from kim okay uh hello queenie janya I anxiously await your review because with the finale upon us, it breaks my heart to say that my thoughts on the current and final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is that I'm neither liking nor enjoying the season. Maybe the finale will change things for me, or maybe with the world we live in currently, the season isn't giving me the joy I need right now. And I will rewatch years from now and see the greatness. I mean, that's a good point. Regardless, when S.H.I.E.L.D. ends, I will miss your recaps. Oh, thank you. Kim, you'll just have to find another one of our podcasts to listen. Yeah, once we decide a new show at some we, point. Well, I mean, it's going to be kind of hard right now. Yeah. But that is a good point that, ooh, this shit might be hitting different because of the fucking, you know, maybe, world around us right now. Maybe it's why I'm enjoying it at the level that I am. Same. Because it, I it is different do and nothing. It's escapism for me. Work at home and then go to yeah my second job. A few days a week. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I'm I'm actually really... It's escapism. I'm really glad that they did this, like, last year, because there wasn't the impulse to... I know it's a, it's it's in its own timeline, and it doesn't have to talk about the world around it, but there was not that impulse to, maybe we should, like, make a wink to, like, what's going on, because that just would have come off as bad and cheesy. True. All right, so, <clears throat> finally, we have Michael. Okay. 
Feedback. Okay. Because part of this was pre-back, part of this was new day. Okay, uh, episode 11, brand new day. Yeet. Although I'm still peeved from Stolen, I did appreciate the episode's focus on character moments. May sons. Because <laughs> she always except, comes first. May always comes first. Acceptance of their new, quote, normal. Big Brother Mac having a talk with Seuss about his, quote, intentions. Quote, Daisy. I mean, quote, Quake. So many quotes. <laughs> Daisy realizing who her real family is and finally getting fits again. Deke's storyline ended up being anticlimactic. His diehard reference seemed odd, but I guess Deke watches more movies than the rest of the agents. Yeah. I legit thought Nathaniel killed Deke on a whim as payback for his dad. And until the reveal that he'd only knocked out, uh, I was irritated because I kept thinking he deserved a better death. That's a good point, though. He didn't kill him and he killed his dad. Of course, he didn't seem to be real attached to his family anyway, so. Because I kept thinking he deserved a better death. Oh, well, there's still two episodes or one big one to give him that. Uh, he's not going to die. He's not going to die. No, he's. Deke's not going to die. He doesn't deserve a better death because he's not going to die. Okay. Are, are, you, are you done? No. Okay. Yes. Carry on. It looks like Fitzsimmons may have done a cap and gotten one of those life things people are always going on about. <laughs> done a cap. It seems to me that did what Fitz suggested lived a little before splitting up to complete the mission. Blood work, I think that alludes to a pregnancy. God, I hope it's that instead <clears throat> of what I leaving, thought. Gemma leaving a kid behind would certainly explain her reaction to the momentary regaining of her memories. Yeah. Diana, the implant, being visible just below the skin was stupid. Oh, a God. huge design flaw from the two supposed geniuses. Do we know what Deke's mom's name is? No, but Diana is the name of Elizabeth's engagement ring. Yeah, but what if they named their kid that, too? And she named her little memory implant her daughter's name, even though she wouldn't couldn't Deke remember her what, daughter. What, what, wouldn't Deke know his mother's name? That is an excellent point. Never mind. But just, you're right, it is a huge design flaw from those two supposed geniuses. Yes. This episode did nothing to dissuade me from my verdict of 10. These bad guys all need to die. I still suspect it's going to have to be Daisy killing Cora. I don't think she's redeemable, mistreated child or not. She's just evil. And Nathaniel, so many reasons he needs to go. Yeah. I'm not looking super forward to the finale next week, but I'm hopeful they'll manage to wrap things up well enough. As I've stated before, already pulled off three series finale episodes so they've had practice <laughs> and That's he true. says piper is listed for the finale <gasps> i don't care if it's for two seconds i need to make sure she's okay um, i love her which he closed that email but he sent a follow-up email that says i forgot to mention the mac and daisy moment in which they kind of break the fourth wall and reflect the thoughts of both the cast and the viewers about yeah. the end of the show. There's where it is. Yeah. Uh, he goes, chef's kiss. Yeah. It was it was a really good conversation. It's like, it's it going to be okay. Um, and that's very true. Yeah. I, I, I Once I read his email about that, I was like, yeah. Where it's I like, it's, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah, like, okay, but Cora, though, the, okay, mistreated, Cora. the mistreated child thing. Was she mistreated? That's the thing. Okay, like, I will admit, having Lee constantly, like, summoning a knife over her shoulder, being like, yeah, but no, we, sh <laughs> we should kill her. Stepdad wasn't real nice to her. Stepdad wasn't real nice, but, like, Jaying was, like, constantly trying to help her. And, and validate and valid her. And, like, and trying to, in a, in a loving environment. So, like, 
yeah, it sucked that she had powers that she couldn't control and like that that sucked. That's that's your standard baseline mutant angst. Like to say that she was mistreated by her mother, like I don't think that's good enough. It's classic Ruby in yeah. a sense. Yeah. Um Oh god, this is just Ruby 2.0, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I don't know, Ruby's mom was kind of terrible. Yeah. Jane was not terrible. No, no. But like I mean, she, I, I, I just don't, like, yes, the Lee thing, he was not great. You're right. Stepdad was shitty. And I'm not saying that Zhang and Lee ever had a relationship. I just. But, like, he was kind of acting like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't think that's code for as bad as she's gone. No. So, yeah, I kind of think she has to go. Well, yeah, I don't. I'm just not. I'm bored of her. Same. Same. She's acting like she's five. I know we're. She's acting like, like, as mature as Ruby would be as, like, a 16, 17-year-old. I mean, <laughs> and, yeah. like, yeah. I think she's supposed to be older than that, so, yeah. I don't know. But, uh, anything else? That's all the emails. All right. Thank you so much for listening. So, um, oh, so, yeah. Yeah, so again, so next week we're just going to do the recap. Yes. Not no. going to read any emails. Feel free to send them in if you want. Send them. Do, please, because I know those, like Katie was saying, as soon as you watch the episode, you got to get those thoughts out. No, I totally understand that. Um, but just to set expectations, yes. next week is just going to be recaps because it is going to be a two-hour episode, um, and that's going to take a lot out of us. And then the next week we'll do um, that the, whole thing. wrap-up, feedback, <laughs> series. Cool. Everything. So, All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks.